Hello, welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Dr. Marie Ange just talking about technology and Silicon Valley, where we both you know, are living and, and um, where she's developing products to support really global connectivity, right? Global connection, having technology that not only impacts and makes our lives easier here, but has the potential to really change the world, you know, as, as we're here as well as changing the world. So I'd love to, to shift a little bit and, and talk now about the role that you know your faith has had on you as you have been a director in you know, different product management opportunities for not only Yahoo but Roku and several others, I'm curious, you know, how you know we know each other through the faith side uh, through our mm-hmm. Christian faith at church, and so I'm curious, you know, how your faith has impacted your work, your passion, and you know, kind of your your progress even as you've moved up in your product work. Thank you for the question. Definitely my faith is everything, right? So it's basically the foundation of who I am as an individual, as well as a a mother, a wife, a product leader, anything is really surround my faith. The Bible says that love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your spirit, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everything will be added to you. This is something that I, I, I deeply cherish. I don't have to sometimes preach it, but I, I pray God by my lifestyle, by the way I live at work at home, that people will see God. They will see the love of God, that God loves them. And, and it's, you know, it's right there. It's present in everything that we do. So now I'm talking about technology, right? So I talk about some of the challenge that we face in the technology world, even as parents, how do we manage, you know, the benefit of technology as well as some of the potential um, detrimental effect, right? So something that has helped me as I navigate my, even in my growing up, going up in the ladder is prayer. I'm a prayer person. I start the day at 5 a.m. spending one hour. Most of the time it's one hour, either in the Bible, in the word of God, or in prayer, asking God for wisdom. I need wisdom. I need clarity. I don't have all the answer, but I know somebody who does. I know somebody who does. And if I rely on him, if I trust him, he has promised he's going to show me the way, right? So prayer has been a big one. I'm part of actually different. God is faithful and, and, and amazing. You you won't believe it. There are actually different community of believers, prayer ministry, Bible ministry within the corporate, within technology, within Silicon Valley. So every Monday, I'm part of a group of prayer, if I can call it prayer warrior. People who are passionate about prayer. We, we don't, we have never met each other. Can you believe Perfect. that during the pandemic we started and we are praying <laughs> for technology. We are praying wow. for 
the product that we are working on? How do we make sure the question that you were asking me, it actually has bring benefit. We are praying for the side effect of technology. We are really praying. What we meet is to pray. So that has helped me every Monday at 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm looking forward to that. And we are five, six. Most of them are in Seattle, Microsoft, different parts. Two or three are in Silicon Valley. We pray. And we've connected with other prayer groups. We are not the only one. I don't even claim we are the only one. There are different pockets who are praying. The second thing that has helped me, God has also connected me with amazing, we call it faith tech, the faith, the faith community in technology, right? We started also during the pandemic and we are talking about the issue that we also talk about, how machine learning, how artificial intelligence, what, what we are building, what are some of the ethical questions, what are some of the moral questions? And we bounce ideas. We wrestle with those and we might not have the answer, but at least you know somebody else on the other side is facing the same situation and you can call that person or you can text that person or you can ask for advice. So we've been actually meeting on Zoom. We went through a book. He was a pastor in a church, a local church. He had a book also about faith and technology. We went through that. So it's been a great community. That has helped me. That has definitely helped me. That's incredible. And, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, when I think of like technology and the corporate world, you know, I think you know, cutthroat. I think, you know, do what you have to do. I, I think, you know, you know, dog, you know, kind of, if you don't eat, get eaten, you know, if you don't eat someone else, they're going to eat you, whatever that, you know, dog eat dog kind of, you know, mentality. But I don't hear that in you. And I don't see that in you. And I can tell that there's a different, you know, different drive, a different calling, you know, to the work that you're doing. And it sounds Thank like you. prayer and your faith has been a huge part of that. Thank you. Thank you. And I think it also takes maturity, if I can say. So I think in the beginning of my career, like when you want to, I'm very ambitious. I don't, I'm an ambitious person. You feel like, okay, this is what everybody is happening. This is what everybody is doing. You have to backstab. You have to do this, right? This is what I have to do. In the beginning of my career, I, I had a sense that maybe I was pursuing that. But as I got, you know, deeper in the career and you go deeper in the things of God and the Lord reveal you the, the beatitude, the sermon of the mountain. Don't be like them. It's, you are different. Be perfect like the Father is He's the one who is going to reward you. Yeah. Blessed are the meek in spirit. Blessed are the, the poor in spirit. Blessed are the, those who are persecuted for righteousness. I mean, it's counter culture. It is. The, the sermon of the mountain is counter culture. And I've been asking God, give me the grace not to try to compromise and and, and try to be. And you will see other people getting promoted because they are doing that. But I don't want that. And it actually removed that, God has desire. removed that, that even desire right. that this is the way it has to be. I say, I'd rather be where I am doing that. I'm doing the right thing than just getting into the life by cutting. So I'm trying to be kind. I'm trying to be loving. I'm trying to be helpful. The team I have, if I can help, I want to help you right. mentoring the younger one, helping my colleague, my partner. No, I'm not going to go backstab. If I have something to tell you, I will tell you, I will tell you, I will tell you right now. And if it doesn't, we can escalate. I will tell you when I escalate to your boss or to the VP that you right. know. And this is why I'm escal- I'm giving you all, all the, all the, yeah, the background and everything, yeah. right? Because I love you because I care about you. Not right. only for the job, but you as a human That's being, yeah. you as a creature of God. So God has been helping me on that, that no, it doesn't have to be that way. And he's the one who's going to promote me. It might take time. He might take, you know, but I'm not part of this world, right? We are not. We are not. We are in this world. We are not part of the world. So our motto of operation should be different. And that's how the world will know the light of Jesus. I am praying for salvation in Silicon Valley. I want to see revival. How, how will they see revival if they don't see a difference? 
between I, you and me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, it, and I do believe in the power of prayer to not only change and transform, you know, our lives and, and our minds, but to have the ripple effects to, to like you said, yes. change and transform the world around us and Amen. Make, you know, make, make the world the place that it was always intended to be. Right? Amen. Not, uh, not the, the, you know, the, the cut down version, right? Of things, Amen. But really the elevated, you know, the, the high level. Amen. Um, and some few testimony just to tell you because of my lifestyle of who I am, I had the opportunity, actually, God gave me the opportunity to actually share the gospel, the love of Jesus mm-hmm. to some of my colleagues to tell them about people who didn't believe in Jesus as the Savior, as the Messiah, being able to tell them that he died on the cross, he's alive, he loves them. So imagine if I'm somebody who is known to be cutthroat or to be, you know, backstabbing and pushing. They was like, what are you talking about? It doesn't reflect this Jesus. It doesn't, you don't leave it out, right? So you have your life has to, you know, be the light, be the soul, so that when you have God give you the opportunity actually to share your faith, you kind of you have a standing ground to be able to talk about that God. Back it up. Right? Exactly. We have yeah. to we have to practice what we preach and we have to yeah. you know live what we teach. And you know, that that applies in our professional world as well, but also with our children. Right? That's because right. We want to be able to give them. The, the example you want to be able to give them the tools right that's and, right and you want them to be able to say oh yes you've always taught me that and you've always lived by that Amen. right and so if we are operating in our, our profession and in our work in a way that is honorable is kind that is considerate you know that that's going to be an example for how we can expect them to work Amen. diligently and um full of you know respect and, and you know teamwork collaboration just all of those things Yep, I like that. And I like that. And sometimes for us parents, even being able to say, sorry, I make mistake. I'm not perfect. Yeah. So I've learned with my kids when, when I, because my kid actually will call me out. <laughs> Mommy, you, you, you just, it's always yeah, in, in, on the road, right? She would say, Mommy, you just blow off the traffic light. I say, the way I am sorry. <laughs> I messed up. They are so, <laughs> so aware. On my mistake, on they my dad, so I, I yell at you yesterday. I was mad. I was not supposed to do that. We are not supposed to yell at other people, right? So I own my mistake and I show vulnerability to my kid that I apologize. Please, can you forgive me? Yes, and we're modeling the very things that we want them to Mm. to do and to say and be. So that's Mm. amazing. Marianne, you know, I see you as a mom changing the world, using your voice, you know, as a corporate leader, using your voice in the nonprofit world as well, as a technology influencer. Um, and product, you know, you know, leader and, and spreader, right? How, you know, how do you find balance and create, you know, joy in all that you are juggling? Wow, that's wonderful. Balance is the million dollar question, right? We call it work-life balance in corporate America. We call it whatever. But I think it's really like you asked the question about finding your passion, finding the calling, What the when I realized the talents, what God has placed in my toolbox, right? That if I can use them to glorify him, I think for me, I find joy and satisfaction. So my my life, my my priority definitely will be God first. I spend, you know, I want to spend time giving the best of my life and everything I have. Then my family, definitely I with my husband, we try to spend one-on-one. We should be doing better. Every day I tell him that we should be doing better. But either one-on-one, develop our marriage relationship. Uh, on the weekend, mainly on the weekend, we, week is busy in technology. Work for NVIDIA in, in, in driveless car. I work for Yahoo in, in community. So we are really busy. But weekend, we try to 
um, uh, um, uh, just redeem that and vacation. We take vacation. We go. We just came back from. He loved to ski. I'm not a big skier. He took the the the, the kids. We drove ten hours to Bent in Oregon. Oh, we had a wonderful um, time in the mountain with the snow, and we we just check out. There was no email, no nothing. It was just a family time, right? So we do that. I would say at least three, four, five times a year. We take a week, a week, a long weekend or a holiday. We just go together with the family and then the children. How right now I say, mom, can I continue to impart the values, the faith, everything that the Lord has taught me in my journey so that these kids can grow up to, to know their identity first in Christ and the skill and the talent. I tell my kids, they are, they are beautiful. They are unique. God has put something in each one of them. So how do I bring it up? I have to get to know them, spend time in that. So that I try to prioritize it every day. Like I say, my daughter, during the weekday, it's kind of busy. She has, again, gymnastics. She's in competitive soccer. She's an athlete, competitive soccer, gymnastic, piano. So I'm the one who drives her. During the driving time, we have we have wonderful conversation. We have amazing conversation. I love my time with Zoe in the car. She will ask me anything and I will answer any question, right? So we have those time when we come back, when we do dinner together in the evening, we have a wonderful time also to, um, to, to communicate. And before bed, we, we brush our teeth, of course, put the PJ, they get our Bible. So during the Bible time, it's another educational time for me to spend with them. And I ask them some questions, they answer, and we pray together before we go to bed. So I've tried to, you know, just, and then the work is, work is busy. I'm putting in number four right now. <laughs> Sometimes it, it tried to take number one, try to take number two, try to take number three. But I, I, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best like all the parents, right? That one day I'm not going to be, you know, a corporate, whatever you call it, leaders or whatever. But my husband will always be there. I want him to be there. My kids, I always want them to, even if they are 30, 40, call mommy. I mean, yeah, wherever they are in the world, right? That we have this relationship. So how do I prioritize them during this time, right? So, and then work and get busy. Yesterday I had a meeting at 7 p.m. with China. So if I have to, sometimes, it's not every day, right? If I have to prioritize some meetings or some stuff that I have to do. I was in San Francisco, so also for a board meeting I'm part of on Tuesday night. My husband helped with the kid. It doesn't happen every day. But some of the, the week, sometimes I have a lot of stuff going on at work and I would just get it done. You just get it done. You just right. have to. <laughs> I know. As moms, we have to figure out, I love that you're prioritizing time with your husband. You're prioritizing time with your children. You're you're making, you know, part, part of the schedule, the family connection time at family meals, right? Like these are daily, weekly, monthly, right? You know, opportunities for us to make sure that we don't allow the you know, the, 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 all the demands that pull us away from our family and kids yeah. to, to take over because yeah. they can. If, if we they, they can yeah. Yeah. And part of my self-take, you have to talk about self-take. Yeah. I love to exercise. So I usually, yeah. every day, actually, when I finish my prayer time, everybody sees sleeping. I may, I sleep early. I'm an early sleeper. Yeah. So I will go to bed when the kids early go to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah. At 9 p.m. I'm done. I'm done. And I wake up at five. So I'm an early riser. Five to six, I have my time with God. And then six, I'm out of the house. They are still sleeping. So I go to the gym. So every day I actually go to the gym. I, I, I do Pilates. I do yoga, hot yoga. I do um, cycling. Today I did cycling. I do, you know, CrossFit. I started CrossFit during the pandemic. So I try to, you know, exercise to be able to take care. You know, it energized me. It helped me to just start the day. Just help me to start the day. Yeah. So I do that every day. I love that. And, and it starts the night before, right? You, yes. you sleep when your children sleep. 
so yes. that you can wake up early, you'll be, you have your time, you know, with God, you have your exercise, right? Your mm-hmm. self-care time to infuse, you know, that energy for the rest of the day, right? Yeah, uh, in, in you know, that activity. And it sounds like you mix it up. You do something different. Yes, different you know, so every time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting yeah. and fresh yeah. and fun. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I really, really love that. Good, good. So as we are closing out, I, you know, you already talked about self-care. I really appreciate that you brought in exercise and, and family time, you know, as part of your self-care. And so we are talking about overflow and abundance this year uh, with each guest as a theme and as a another part of the inspiration um, that I know I'm trying to, to grow in. And so I'm curious, you know, what overflow, abundance means for you and um, you know, kind of what that means that you're looking forward you know, to, to the rest of this year. What overflow abundance means for me? Wonderful question. I don't think anybody has asked me that question recently. That's a beautiful question. What overflow? It makes me think yeah. what overflow abundance means for me. Well, while you're thinking... <laughs> You know, I can say that, you know, we, we met at the church, you know, called Abundant Life you know, Christian Fellowship. Yes. Um, and so that word, abundance, is a word I actually end up using quite a bit, you know, because of that, you know, that, that connection that our, our, our church name you know, starts with, abundant, mm-hmm. you know, an abundant life. And so I'm, through the years, I've, I've thought about what does an abundant life mean? What does an abundant life look like? Right? Mm-hmm. What, what, what does that, what is that about? I Something that comes to my <laughs> spirit right now, and I'm, I, I don't want to make it over spiritual, but I'm right, going to try right. to break it down, is to be in the will, the perfect will of God for your life, you, Ikua, or you, me, Maria, at that particular season. Because the season will change. Right. Your What abundance means at that time will change. Like today, my the particular season where I am, I'm a mom of young kids. I'm a wife of my husband. I'm a corporate leader. I lead stuff at church, right? Having that peace, walking, the Bible says, Enoch, walk with God. Walking with God that he directs you in all these different stuff that you are doing, that you are really indeed in his perfect will, right? I'm not doing it on my own. Because if I try to do something on my own, I will feel exhausted and I've tried. And I've tried. I've tried many times to take some activity or some stuff on my plate where I didn't have the peace. And this is what, where God was calling me. I just wanted to do it, right? Because maybe everybody's doing it or maybe because it pays well. I don't know. Whatever reason is behind. But right now, if I, I know I'm in the, you know, where God wants me to be at this season of my life and I'm just using my gift, the talent that he has given me, just being me, not trying to be somebody else, I feel like this is, you know, overflow and this is abundance for me because I'm at peace with me I'm at peace with God. I'm at peace with my environment. Yeah. I love that. I love that because that is at the crux, I think, of so much of what we, um, yes, what we strive for, right? We, I, I know I for myself, I felt like I've had to work and make all these different things happen, but the greatest joy and the greatest abundance has been when I can surrender and I can tap into, you know, my power source and I can, you know, make a, make a way to to allow right God to, to flow because like you said me on my own gets me so far but me plus God the amen. sky's the limit amen amen <laughs> yes. amen yes amen. well thank you so much Marianne for this time it's been so great to connect and share your story how can people get a hold of you yeah thank you so much Ikua thank you for inviting me 
I just love the conversation. I love your heart for moms changing the world. This is really amazing what you've been doing this past, all the time that you've been doing this. So really thank you for inviting me. So how can people get a hold of me? You can send me an email. I'm very responsive. I'm trying to be responsive. M-E-Y-O-U-M at gmail.com. That's my personal email. Just feel free to send me an email. You can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm very connected on LinkedIn. At You, you just search for my name, Marie-Ange. Ayum, you will find me. There's only my name. Is <laughs> yeah, really. find me. I'm not too much on social media. You can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on, on Facebook, but I don't do a lot of social media recently. <laughs> I used to. Now I don't. I do mainly email or LinkedIn and WhatsApp for friends. We have I have a lot of WhatsApp groups. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, too. <laughs> for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview and find out how to work with Akua as a parenting coach. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.